Hello, I'm Bonnie Snowden, ex-corporate person and mother turned successful artist entrepreneur. It wasn't that long ago though that I lacked the confidence, vision and support network to focus on growing my dream business. Fast forward past many life curveballs, waves of self-doubt and so many lessons learned and you'll see Ignite, my thriving online coloured pencil artist community. A community that changes members' lives for the better and gives me freedom to live abundantly whilst doing what I love and spending quality time with my beloved family and dogs all whilst creating my best artwork with coloured pencils and mentoring others to do the same. But this life wasn't always how it was for me. It used to only exist in my imagination. I've created the It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast to help increase people's confidence, share mine and my community's experience and hope through fascinating personal stories, champion the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and create another channel through which I can support others to realise their dreams. If you're a passionate coloured pencil artist or an aspiring one who's looking to create their best work and a joyful life you love, you're in the right place. Grab a cuppa and a custard cream. Let's get cracking. So my next guest is a fabulous, fabulous artist. I've known her for quite a few years. We've met up. She's absolutely brilliant. Her work is awesome, very recognisable, and we share the same birthday. So I love this chat. Absolutely love this chat. Very, very, very delighted to be introducing the gorgeous Maddie from Mofito Art. Hello. Hi. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> long time. Oh, I know. And we're both sitting here. We haven't got washed hair. We're, I've, well, you didn't have to tell everybody. <laughs> well, we haven't got any water. We have no water again. That's- that is a very good excuse, actually. Why your hair looks a mess? Oh, sorry, water water shortages. Water shortages. We haven't got any. They've had a massive, they've had two massive leaks where we are, one last week and then one today. No water. Oh, wow. Seriously, no, you've got water? No water, no. No. Oh, I thought you yeah. were joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not joking. This, you know, normally I would look really beautiful and have all my hair quaffed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see you, Maddie. How are you? Well, I've, I've just sort of recovering from long COVID, which has been quite, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, physically and mentally, it's been quite a setup, really, because oh. it, it just it makes you feel absolutely awful it's like um it's an inflammation all over your body so that's why you get headaches the tiredness but yeah there's there's a lot of people suffering with it just one of them people thing that's that's no good is it and but you're still managing to work and because I know you don't work well I'll let you do a bit of an introduction but I know you don't work full-time as an artist do you you work for British Rail uh, I work for the railway, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a full-time job, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's a long way to drive. It's about three hours commute a day. So at the moment, I'm not I'm not at work because I'm not really fit for work. So, um, yeah, I'm at home at the moment. But hopefully for not too much longer, I'll be going back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've got plenty of time for drawing right now, which is great. Oh, that is good. So there's always a silver silver lining. It definitely is, yeah. It's allowing me to do 
little projects that I want to do. As you know, I, I absolutely love greyhounds. I don't have one of my own, but I do love to draw these dogs. I was actually counting how many dogs I've drawn since I started. And um, it was 168. Really? 50% are sight hounds. And out of them, 48 were greyhounds. So it just, it just shows. You've got a proper niche going there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the first dog that I drew, which I didn't even know what breed it was, was a grey. It happened to be a greyhound. Right. And that's how, you know, people with greyhounds started following me on social media. And I just kind of, yeah, just. Yeah, I've got, I'm just, just showing you. Ah, that's one of my cards. That's your yeah. birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> You're on my windowsill. <laughs> Oh, um, that's nice to see. You still kept yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and you do. You do a lot for the Spanish. What do they? What do Galgos? They... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is is very very similar to a, a greyhound, but the well, you you say they call them Spanish greyhounds, but they're called Galgos. And in Spain, unfortunately, it's one of the countries where they get treated really badly and they suffer a lot of abuse because they're used by the hunters for hare hunting. So when the season finishes in Spain, you'll find that a lot of the greyhounds that are no longer good to, to their owners are being, well, uh, abandoned, shot, um, hanged, thrown over a cliff. And the rescue centres in Spain are overwhelmed with greyhounds, especially around February time. Oh. And I don't know if it's because of my first dog that I drew was a greyhound. I just felt a connection with them and I didn't know where it was taking me. I had no idea what greyhounds go through, like racing or, or in Spain or other countries where they're used for hunting. But it all seemed to connect and I, I really love doing projects to help them. I've got um, a few good photographers that have, have allowed me to draw some of their dogs. And one of them is Petra Posma. She's a very good animal photographer. Yeah, I've drawn one of her photos. And uh, when I do prints, 25% will be going to helping rescue centres in Spain. So that's what I've done in my own time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always drawing. Even if I don't have a commission, I have to draw. Mm, I'm the same. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I don't know. It's just like, um, it just becomes part of you, doesn't it? It does. You get with, with, withdrawing symptoms, I call them. <laughs> it's like, if it's been a few days, it's like, oh, I need my pencils. <laughs> no, definitely. And you've got your own studio now set up at home, haven't you? I remember um, when you were doing that. Yes. Um, I, I, I have to pinch myself because... So I used to, I bought a house with a friend and sadly she passed away a few years ago. It's been three years now. And we used to have to share this, the smallest room in the house. So I had my little desk in one corner and she had her right next to each other. And it, it, was, it wasn't the best atmosphere to, to be drawing. But now I'm able to have this whole room. Um, I've, it, it just looks beautiful. I've got a massive long desk that goes from wall to wall. And yeah, I can do everything here. So. It's my little haven. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And, and so you're, when you're working, uh, I mean, obviously you're off at the minute, but you work for the railway. So you work in London. I do. Yeah. And I live in Essex. So 
and I drive <laughs> so I have to drive through London which is uh yeah not not the best with all the traffic you can't get the train um I don't leave to to uh the station it's about an hour's walk right uh, unfortunately I'm not that fit <laughs> to be doing that every day well I probably would become really fit if I did well, that every yeah. day <laughs> oh, yeah dear. and what do you what do you do on the what do you do at the the railway then? Oh, I deal cust- with customers face to face. Right. So <laughs> it's um yeah, it can be quite challenging actually. I can imagine. It's, it's totally different to um the interaction that I have with my own customers when I do portrait. Yeah. So it's like what you what you don't get in your main job, which is you know when there is delays or there's problems. You know, everybody comes to you and shouts at you, like if it was like I did it, you know. <laughs> um, but drawing is what really lifts my spirits because, you know, you just get the most beautiful comments from people. And, you know, people appreciate it because you're drawing the babies, you know, you're drawing the, the family, basically. And um, it, it's just so rewarding mentally to get all these lovely compliments from people. I, ne- I never expected it, to be honest. Um, I've even had flowers sent to me once, which made me cry because I thought, oh, my God, I'm doing something that I love. And she was so, so in love with the portrait. that She sent me a bunch of flowers and some chocolates. So it's, you, you feel very much appreciated doing, doing portraits. Yeah. I've never, ever had a horrible person, basically. <laughs> No, no. And I think, you know, when it when it comes to things like, you know, what, what we do with the portraits and everything, I think you kind of um, you almost create your client, don't you? You almost sort of you you sort of um, what's the word? The sort of work you're doing, the pricing that you're asking for, you don't get nasty people. No, no, never, ever. I've never encountered anyone hor- being horrible to me drawing a portrait. It's yeah. just the total opposite, which lifts you up. It really, yeah. you know, if, if especially if your main job is a job where you're not so much appreciated, <laughs> you know, you're just treated as a, you know, somebody to answer questions without, you know, without feelings. But with the portraits, it's, you just get different people. I know I said dog people are the best people anyway. You know, if, if people... Um, a person that loves dogs I, I always feel more connection with them yeah no definitely we've we've just been this morning to meet our new puppy oh you got another one <laughs> <laughs> nearly four weeks old so we've been to meet her this morning she did a bit of a whittle on me <laughs> oh lovely and you've got no water <laughs> I come home and the and the dogs are like oh they're going absolutely mad Nelly's like oh what's this and she's getting really excited Slipper, who's she's sulking over, took one smell of me and she was just like, it was almost like she flicked her head and just walked off. <laughs> she was so dramatic. I was like, what's going on? She's like, you're not but, bringing another puppy into the house. <laughs> but, Mum, I don't like that new perfume of yours. I'm going away. <laughs> yeah, so this one's a lot, she's a lot smaller. She's a, Thank God for that. I yeah. was I was thinking, what is she getting this time? Oh well, I saw um um a wolfhound puppy. Oh 
anyway, no. I, I, so we've gone smaller. I said, right, we need to start going smaller. There's not <laughs> any more big dogs on my bed. <laughs> I'm just washed into the corner as it is. So you'll yes. be having four dogs then. Mm, yeah. Well, it won't yeah. feel like four dogs. It'll probably feel like ten dogs. <laughs> And there's, and there's me. I don't have a dog because of work, so I always have to kidnap my mum's dog. Oh yes, yeah. When are, are you? Have you got plans to go sort of more full time with your drawing, or? Um. Well, I would. I would love the opportunity to be able to go part time at work to give me more time for my drawings because. I feel when I'm full time, you know, I'm working five, six days a week. I'm out of the house for 10 hours a day. And believe me, I still come home and draw what I can. It might be one hour or two hours. But it's very tiring to do that all the time. And I did it at first religiously when I started drawing because I just wanted to improve and I wanted to learn. And and the only way to do it was just to practice. Yeah. Um, now obviously I feel a lot more confident at drawing I still got a lot to learn you I think you always feel that you always have more to learn especially when you you're a bit of I think I might have a bit of OCD with color pencils (laughs) I just just want to get better and better (laughs) but yeah my dream would probably be to try and go part-time at work and spend more time doing these Mm. But being at work full time, I'm never going to have the time to do this. It's like a catch 22. You still yeah. need to pay your bills and your mortgage, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But I might have the opportunity. Just need to work even harder at promoting myself so I can get, you know. Yeah. You know, to think, keep me going. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's about it's about that promotion side of stuff. And it really does take up quite a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. When you, I mean, you used to work full time yeah. somewhere, and then you just made the decision to say, "Okay, that's it. I'm going to go yeah. full time." And that I really admire you for that. Well, and look at where you are now. If you've never taken that risk, then you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. I know, I know, and and actually, I'm I am somebody who just goes well. And to, to be fair, I was married at that point. Yeah, and I and I we I did have a discussion with with Dave back then, and then said, "This is what I want to do," and you know, and he was like, "Well, we'll you know we'll see how it goes." I mean, six months in, he, he buggered off. Oh, great support! <laughs> <laughs> but actually, um, I don't think I would have. I don't think I'd be here now if we were still together. Right. It, it, we we definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be where I am now if we'd been still together. Because, you know, I don't have anybody to be accountable to. Yeah. If I want to work till four o'clock in the morning drawing, I can work till four o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And, you know, I, and then when I go to bed, I don't like. You know, I'm not waking somebody up and all of that kind of thing. So, so actually, it was it was good that he left. It, it and it was definitely good for me as a person but yeah it was a big leap of faith it was definitely a big leap of faith and it was like with me I decided that that's what I was going to do and there wasn't any there wasn't any voice in my head that was saying you can't do this and it's not going to work it was just yeah we're going to do this and yeah it's going to work so you basically you, you believed in yourself yeah definitely that you could do it yeah yeah 
yeah. for me, I, I think not only learning to draw, it's been learning to believe in myself because I have no faith in myself at all. <laughs> not an ounce. <laughs> I was like, since since childhood, uh, you know, there's uh, male important male figures in my life telling me that I'll never be good at anything. So that kind of gets engraved in you. And you don't have that self-confidence to do things. So drawing for me came out of um, being in a dark moment where, like, boyfriend at the time cheated on me and got somebody else pregnant, etc., <laughs> which wasn't very nice. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's what made me think, like, you know, there's got to be more to life than this, going to work, coming home, feeling down. And I started doing watercolours, I did acrylics, not for long, but I was just trying to find what I liked, mm. you know, without knowing how to use it. I bought a, and my first box of pencils was Faber Castell. So I, w- I went the full the full set <laughs> and some paper and I had that there sitting for about three months and I kept looking at it almost every day and thinking, how am I going to do these? Where do I start? What do I do? Yeah, from the first drawing and, and getting such an amazing response, even when I look back at the first drawings, which now I think is like, oh, my God, they were rubbish, to now, it's it's actually the people, my followers, my customers that have helped me believe in myself, 100%. That's amazing. And, you know, you there's so many people out there who have, who have exactly the same this lack of self-belief and and you know I, I was in a um I, I took a coaching course not me personally I was in it and I was saying I wish that I could just give somebody my glasses and tell them to put them on and they yes. could see everything that I see and everything that everybody else sees because you know we're so self-critical about our work yeah you know when we look at it and we go oh you know pick up pick out all of the stuff that's you know that's rubbish and that's rubbish and we just totally and utterly ignore all of the amazing stuff and your works your works but you know your work is so recognizable now do you think so oh gosh absolutely. (laughs) absolutely it's so recognizable and you've got such a I mean you've got quite a big following now as well yeah I mean it it was pretty still for the last two years since COVID I thought what's going on here and then nobody nobody wants to follow me <laughs> but yeah it's it's growing I think Facebook is a lot more interact a hell of a lot more interaction than Instagram yeah I think Instagram they've done something with the algorithms and, oh, and now it's all have to be a reel and oh. you know I'm more if you put a reel you're not going to really see the drawing you just want a photo that you can look at it properly yeah but yeah it's slowly but still growing you know um I can't complain <laughs> really no, it's brilliant and I think the mindset thing have you has it have you kind of slowly got to the point where you're recognizing you know how good your work is your mindset's getting better and better it depends I, I will always be critical of it I'll always <laughs> I was like oh my god I don't like what I've done I'm trying to improve on the next one so, and then lately sometimes I'll be drawing for a few days and the portrait's not quite ready but I'll go away I'll come back and I'm like, oh my god did I do that how did how did that happen you know, it's like, it's almost like, um, I don't know, going out for a long drive and you don't realise what roads you've gone through yes. to get to your destination. And I feel like drawing with coloured pencils is the same. Mm. 
mm. it, it feels so natural now, even though each each drawing for me is a new challenge. Each dog is not the same as the last dog, so you will have more challenging things. But yeah, it's just like second nature now. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it really relaxing. And that was the main reason why I started drawing, because I was so stressed out and so upset. But I really, I should thank that ex-boyfriend because thanks to him, I started drawing. <laughs> I 100% believe that things are, are, you know, things like that are meant to be. I'm the same. You kind of get into that flow. And it, I've almost woken up and gone, <laughs> oh, I, how have I done that? <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember drawing it because you get into that sort of that wonderful state of just mindful flow where everything just is is just there and it just happens and that's what I this is what I really love about color pencils and I don't know whether you're similar to me because you just use color pencils do you do you use pastels at all or anything or just... I've got some pastels because my friend kept telling me that I should try them I hate them I find them scary <laughs> <laughs> They're so messy. Yeah. But I have used them for backgrounds. You know, like I couldn't imagine doing a full background in colour pencils. You'll be there until like, I don't know, Christmas. <sighs> um, so I use the pastels for the background only, but not I've drawn one, I've done one drawing of um leopard with pastels. Yeah. Found it extremely difficult. But then I suppose somebody that only uses pastels will find colour pencils difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I find because color pencils is a, is a slow medium, and that's what I love about it. It's slow. You can get really, even though people say, "Oh, you're really speedy," I'm like, "Oh, not really." You know, it, it's a slow medium, and that's what's lovely about it because it's mindful. You can get into the flow. You just, you know, you're there, and it just you've got a piece on your drawing board for like a, a week or two weeks or three weeks or whatever. You know, and I get. One thing that I get really, I'm not going to say irritated, but I get really sort of cross about. <laughs> People just say, oh, you know, just do, just use pastels. It's much quicker, you know. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Everybody tells me that. My friend tells me that. Yeah. It's not, that's not the point. I, I'm not doing something because I want it to be quick. I'm doing something because I love the process of doing it. That's exactly fantastic about it and um, you started with pastel mat as well which is designed for pastels yes well and do you still <laughs> use pastel mat I still use it I don't use anything else yeah God, <laughs> do you got, remember that conversation we had uh, yes when I was uh, drawing this course and I yeah. asked you which color pastel mat should I use and you recommended Antraphite. <laughs> Antraphite. I have no idea why I would have recommended that at all <laughs> and I really thought well, she doesn't like me very she much. Really <laughs> <laughs> that woman hates me. She's, she's <laughs> awful paper. It's the most difficult colour paper to draw on with pencils. I was like, and you were doing it was a white horse, wasn't it? It was uh, kind of orangey. It was a light coloured horse, which, which made it really difficult. <laughs> I think I was probably in my. I think you helped me to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think you actually did help me to overcome that fear of drawing on pastel mat. So if I could draw that, draw that horse on that colour paper, I couldn't then do anything. Do anything at all. I think exactly. I, was, I think I probably meant to say don't use anthracite. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was, when I was looking back, I was thinking, 
why on earth did I recommend that? <laughs> very strange, very strange. But it is the most fantastic surface, isn't it? It is, it is. And especially with me, I'm a bit clumsy, so I know that that's not going to crease. <laughs> but the other thing as well is, you know, I've been doing a piece this morning on smooth paper. Oh, my God, it's horrible. It's, uh... <laughs> it's awful. But what um, do you think? Which which type do because you, you've used Fabriano as well, haven't you? Well, that's really nice, actually. Why are you saying? <laughs> well, I've done it. I've done it as a as one of my quick challenges. You know the free challenges that I put out. Yeah. It's, um. So it's a it's a little yellow rose, which and it's actually worked out quite nicely. But I've done it on the back of Clairefontaine Paint On. Okay. If you've ever used that, it's quite Hi. smooth. Oh, you can get about one and a half layers on it. <laughs> So you basically got got to get them right. <laughs> I mean, like really hard. Which <laughs> your pressure here, and my hands are like shaking as I'm. <laughs> um, it's really oh, you know what? I think once you've tried pastel mat, it's very hard to <laughs> use other papers. And um, I I started with um, Strathmore Tone Town, which is very thin as well. Yeah. Yeah, I started with that one, and then I tried the pastel mat. Yeah, and that, I, that's the only one that I use now. I just, I just like it so much. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a really lovely, really, really lovely surface. It's my, it's definitely my favourite surface. I know people have like a love hate relationship with it, but <laughs> I think it's awesome. It is, and um, I just wanted to uh, tell you because we were talking about, you know, building your self confidence, and and you were saying you wish that people could look through your glasses and see what you're seeing you know when they start doubting themselves and think well I'm never going to be any good at these what's the point in trying and I did and it was a massive massive challenge for me something that hasn't got a lot of self-confidence well I have a lot more now obviously but started with like no I can't do this no I can't do that I was scared of everything I would have never do this what I'm doing now (laughs) no. <laughs> so I have uh, made a tutorial video. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to start doing this. <laughs> yeah, and it was somebody that contacted me on Instagram. He's very, very big to do with uh, greyhounds and galgos. His name is Gerai Lopez. He made a documentary film about the Spanish galgo called Yo Galgo. It's, um, it's available on Amazon, on Prime, and he's just a wonderful person, absolutely wonderful person that has done so many projects to help dogs and, you know, take care of our plant, planet, environmental issues. He's, he's just an amazing person. So I drew his two greyhounds, Spanish greyhounds. Yeah, I basically spent a fortune on equipment. I had to get a camera. I had to get every lighting. I had to get everything that I didn't have. And I did um, a tutorial from start to finish. And it's it's not me telling people, oh, use this pencil because it's made of oil or because it's made of wax. It was nothing like that. It was just a very down-to-earth tutorial about my own personal experience and how I started. I just and that's what he liked about it because you know, I started as you know self-taught and now how I'm drawing now 
without having gone to classes or anything, because people would want to see that, especially the people that are not so sure that they can do it. Mm. It was a lot of hours of recording. <laughs> so at the moment, he's editing it, and hopefully it'll be out on his uh, social media and mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. He was very nerve-wracking. There was loads of beeps, beeps, beeps. <laughs> loads of retakes. But I'm glad I did it. And it was definitely a good exercise to become a bit more confident with yourself. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say now, oh, yeah, I'm going to do tutorials. I want to. But, yeah, they will be pretty down to earth. They wouldn't be – I wouldn't sound like a teacher trying to teach yeah. anyone. I'll just be, yeah. you know – just myself well exactly have you listened to any of my tutorials yes I used to I used to when I first started drawing and I used to come home from work I'd put YouTube on Uh, and you would be my nighttime television (laughs) what's she doing what color what's this what's she doing (laughs) loved it absolutely loved it I mean you you were my inspiration what's the now you know, I mean, I, you know, with my tutorials, I, I like to bring quite a lot. Of, I bring a lot of the mindset stuff into my tutorials. So, you know, I'll talk about when we start a piece and you'll be sitting there thinking, I don't know where to start. <laughs> and you probably sit there and then go and have a cup of tea and then do something else and then do something else. Um, so I, talk, I do talk about kind of the mindset kind of things, you know, as well as this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it and everything. But um yeah, I I I really enjoy doing the recording side of stuff. You're a natural. You're right. <laughs> but it does take a long time. Yeah. But I mean, I think you're quite natural at chatting anyway. I think you could chat about anything. Oh. When I listen to you, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Give me a subject, I'll just chat on it, whether I know about it or not. <laughs> yeah. But like my self-confidence really stopped me from doing that at the beginning because I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get my words muddled up. I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to forget to say this. I'm, I'm going to say the wrong funny? thing. Isn't yeah. it funny? Isn't it funny that when you listen to people who, who kind of do it, so if you're listening to me and I get my words muddled up, when you're sitting listening to it, are you judging me? Are you thinking, oh, she's got, she should have edited that out. That was rubbish. Actually, that was- no. Don't. No. People are always, if somebody's listening to what you're putting out there, people, I'd say 99% of the people are going to be egging you on, going to be like, oh my goodness, this is going to be fantastic. They don't even notice any of those little bloops. And actually the little things that, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh my God, oh, why did I say that? Or why did I say that word? Or I got completely the wrong. I keep getting erasers and sharpeners mixed up. <laughs> my videos but do people care no they really don't yeah. actually it makes you a little bit more normal exactly it makes you more human and it makes you more like them as well you know just down to earth rather than having someone that you know talks like a un- university teacher do you know what I mean I think people don't like that because this yeah. is supposed to I think drawing you don't look at drawing as a career as such do you when you first start no no it's in a way you don't no I I would say the majority of artists started just because it's something that they love doing you know it's a new hobby or a new pastime and it's all about how you know that's why it's been used for therapy you know people with depression and stuff and or it just helps you um get out of your own shell it's just 
yeah, it's just it's just an amazing feeling to be able to do this. It, it really is. It really is. And to see people's faces, you know, when you create their animals. Yeah. It's just wonderful. It's priceless. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I can't get enough of it. I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm not stopping. <laughs> Are you going to do more um, sort of the videos and everything in tutorials then? Did you, sort of, did you enjoy the process or...? It was very nerve-wracking. <laughs> it was very because I wanted it to be perfect, you know. But it was a good experience. I think I feel a lot loose, a lot looser, if you know what I mean. You know, less stressed when doing the next one. I do want to do them, but as you say, it's time as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm actually, because I, I, I have to decorate my house and stuff, so I've got a massive wall which is like four and a half meters high. And um, have a guess what I'm going to paint on it. <laughs> a greyhound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, I thought it needed something. So I don't want to fill it out with paintings or another mirror or, you know. Mm. So let me just be creative with these. And for that, I am actually going to do not so much. I'm going to recall the whole process of how I use the projector because um, I've been given one online to do this project with. Yeah, just to recall the whole process, how I'm setting up the projector, how, you know, what design I come up with. It's, it, I think it's going to look really cute. Yeah. It's going to be like a greyhound in like a Banksy style. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's come, that will come up. And I'm, I'm about to do it this week, so hopefully I can put a video up in a few weeks after I edit it. How exciting. Oh, I'll look forward to seeing that. Yeah, me too. Me too, once, once I finish it. <laughs> I've got, um, I've just taken all of my uh, painting, well, my painting, I've got lots lots of pieces of art in my living room and I've just had it decorated and I've now got wallpaper in there and I can't now put any pictures up because they're just they just won't go. I think I'm going to get, I'm going to get a big mirror, I think. So I'm going to have to really rethink my studio um, yeah. side just to where everything's going to go. I've got, have got quite a lot of wall space. So I might just cover one wall with, with all of the, the art that I had in there. Yeah. I like, I like buying art. I mean, I've got loads of stuff that I've got sat, sat in drawers. You, you know. need to frame the mice. <laughs> yes. 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 I've got, I've, and they're just sitting in my drawers. Oh, as, as are all of my pieces and prints and stuff. I just, but you could hang some in my house. I've got loads of walls. <laughs> but honestly, they're like four on the, on the landing. They're four and a half meters high. Gosh, and it's just amazing. You could just cover it up with hundreds of yeah. paintings if you wanted to. You see, my studio. I've got three windows. Oh. Um, that's, well, that's amazing, though, for, for your yeah, I mean, for life. Lovely. Yeah, it is lovely, but it, it means that I don't have a huge amount of. I mean, I've got I've got wall space. It's quite a big. It is quite a big room in here, but yeah, I've got a big wall up there. So I think I'm probably gonna like I'll probably put them all up there. I think, <laughs> but no, I can't. There's, there's, they don't really fit in the living room anymore. Yeah, it's full of birds. <laughs> <laughs> they keep growing. You need to stop buying then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
But um, yeah, and the same in my kitchen. I don't have a huge amount of wall space in my kitchen either because there's like a little tiny wall and then there's cupboards and then there's something else and they're all like little small areas. You just need to build like an out, like an extension. Yeah. With not so many windows <laughs> so you can put them all in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm having a, I'm having a, um, hopefully having a, like a recording studio built down in the in the garden in the bottom of the garden oh lovely yeah so that's hopefully going to happen October time yeah because uh, we had a we had a massive shed there oh my god it was the most awful thing when Dave was here he bought the shed it was huge and you I'm not kidding you could see it from the moon it was just <laughs> Biggest thing, and the neighbours have always they've always complained about it, and they were awful. And he put I don't know where he got it, but he got this plaque and he put it on the front that said Rora. So he's called Rora. Yeah, I have no idea what it meant. And awfully, I said to the children, I said, "We need to take that plaque. We need to put it on his grave." (laughs) (laughs) No disrespect. I mean, we go up to see him all of the time, but yeah, um, it was um, just this big running joke that he had this blooming shed called Rora and um who oh, names just... a shed <laughs> who actually oh, gives a shed a name who names a shed let's face it <laughs> um, but yes and it was full to the brim of just stuff man stuff <laughs> you know and then and then the door broke and then he kind of take, took stuff away when he left and then left with this and it was such an eyesore it was awful so we had all of that removed so now the bottom of the garden we've got this big kind of cement space yeah you know it really does need something I was thinking well I'll get like a little summer house or something there and I thought you know what I could do with a space that is going to be away from the house that is quiet yeah dog free cat free children free (laughs) yeah so um, so hopefully that's going to happen in in October I mean it might turn into something different I don't know but um we'll see because I tried to make this room in here sort of soundproof it didn't work. No. So I've got my son. <laughs> yeah, I saw those things that you put on the ceiling, but they didn't no. work at all. <laughs> they're supposed to kind of, I was hoping it would soundproof it, but it doesn't soundproof it. It just kind of muffles and it helps with your sound quality. But yeah. You can hear him banging around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. I don't so know. Has, has COVID, I, I can see COVID really hasn't affected you business-wise because you used to do classes in different places used to travel and you even been to America to do teaching classes didn't you yes yeah I did yeah so um I think the last one I did was uh I think it was March 2020 2020 um and it was literally just as things were starting to get lockdown yeah literally just before the lockdown um and people were kind of sort of talking about it but it wasn't you know and then we had lockdown and and actually I know that it's affected a huge amount of people it actually it's affected my mum and dad quite profoundly my dad in particular but it didn't really affect me and I I quite enjoyed it because I had the children were at home you were at home and you had more time to work yeah and I and and more people are at home so more people decided to let me do this stuff online which has been great absolutely and I did some free stuff online as well so it you know it it didn't really affect me I've just started to do in-person stuff so I've done cat's eye. Oh, the cat's eye. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's huge. 
<laughs> yeah, I've got the measurements wrong. <laughs> I was about this big. Yeah, you, I think you probably told me, yeah, do it that size. Yeah, do it big. bigger than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm, I'm doing everything online now, which actually I find much easier because it means I don't have to go and find a venue. It means I don't have to leave the dogs. It means that I can do it cheaper because I obviously don't have to pay for a venue uh, or travel or, you know, anything like that. And it also means that people from all over the world can join. Yes. Great. And I'm doing one day workshops now and some retreats. I'm hoping to do another retreat next year, but in France, which would be lovely, really, really nice. And I've, you know, I've had more invites to go over to the States and everything. And I think at the moment there's still, there's still restrictions. There's still, you know, everything's not back to normal. And they don't make it easy basically. Well, they don't. And what I don't want to happen is I don't want to book something and then have to cancel it all again. Yeah. What I had to do, I had to cancel the whole of the US trip, which was, a, I mean, it had to happen, but you know, it was a, it was a shame, you know, I'm just kind of happy being at home, really doing what I'm doing. Perfect. This just sounds perfect. It's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. You you know, staying with kids and dogs and drawing is is beats going anywhere else <laughs> for work. <laughs> <laughs> Travelling and traffic, dealing oh, with people, gosh. strangers. No. Oh, no, you definitely I um I mean your your commute three hours, that is a that's a long old commute. <laughs> it is, it definitely is. Um, I've done it for a long time, but now it's, I think maybe since I found drawing, I'm more sort of like, oh, I wish I could be home drawing more, you know? So what, do you, um, what do you listen to in the car then when you're travelling? Do you listen to podcasts and stuff or just music? Or I've listened to a couple of your podcasts in the car. Oh, hurrah. Yeah, yeah I have. <laughs> that, that wasn't a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was probably listening to her and I was like, oh, I've got to go to work. So I, I thought, let me put it in the car. And I've listened to a few in the car. But if not, yeah, I've just, um, just... My soul, my soul radio station or solar radio is all kind of funky soul music lifts lifts my spirits on my way to work yeah I I remember when I used to work in York I mean it was probably it was probably a two-hour commute maybe a little bit longer every day and then I had to get the bus in as well so I'd, I'd travel to York then I'd get on the park and ride then I'd get into work then obviously I'd come back again oh my goodness I did that for such a long time it gets to it gets to you at the end. Mm. Nobody can work like that forever, especially when they found a much better hobby to do. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, my you know the the, the drawing. It's funny. I was just doing a, a bit of a, a recording before we came on here, um, talking about how things have changed for me because obviously it started off as like a one man band, and then you know where where I am now, and I've got one person on payroll, and I'm thinking of getting you know recruiting somebody else and then I've got part-time uh consultants that work with me as well you know to kind it's of just get amazing them. because people wouldn't know that they see you and they, they think, think you do everything around in a, do you know I I do more now that I've got a team of team of people than I think I've ever done I'm always in some kind of meeting or doing some kind of video or doing some kind of 
text for something or you know you can't do I mean once 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 it's like you that you're doing it full time and you and you do it for a living as well well you make a living out of it you're able to live on it yeah but if you're starting out it must it's got to be difficult and I thought about it because I like to reply to every single message I get but I can understand that once you get more followers and more comments and more interaction and then you're busy trying to do your commissions or your tutorials it's like who has the time to reply individually to everybody yeah you know? um it does get really hard I tend to yeah and it's I time consuming yeah I do miss I do miss people's comments I know I do and and what I tend to do is I'll spend probably about half an hour in bed on a morning just going through my social media just acknowledging and if anybody's asked a question replying to that but you can't get them all because notifications on Facebook they're like you know half the time you don't get the notifications it's oh yeah yeah you know and and I do feel bad because I'm that person that same as you I want to reply to everybody and say thank you for your lovely you know whatever that's something that is um it's a bit of a problem not a problem but that's what makes me feel oh and this is what I should be doing I need to be answering everybody but I can't answer everybody and that's then when there's this little bit of a pull do you know what I mean I'm supposed yeah. to I, I need to do that and it's yeah that that can be a bit not stressful but you can feel a bit worried about it yeah but also it just takes forever to just reply to everybody I could you know if I if I put a post and I've shared it on a few groups like Greyhound groups and then it's like it's I don't know how many messages, but a lot. I could spend a good three hours, yeah, three, four hours replying to everybody. And I've only got 5,000 followers on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. it, it is, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't share my work into groups anymore. I, I share them into my own, my own. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah. But I don't, I guess, because I have like, I do everything via email mostly now. Yeah. Mm. But if you try, I mean, obviously, if you're trying to get more work, you need to exactly followers and get your work out there more. So I'm, I'm always sharing on groups. Yeah. So yeah, but it, but yeah, it's, it, then again, the the response that I get is it just gives you that boost, you know, oh, <laughs> that no, confidence absolutely. boost. Absolutely, and it never gets old, does it? No, <laughs> never ever. ever. It's, really, it's really, really nice. It's really nice. Oh gosh. Oh, I could I could sit here talking to you, um, talking to you forever. I know. Um, so we share a birthday. We absolutely do. Yeah. I, I was like, my God, I've I've never met anybody with the same day as me. Yeah. I think you're a bit younger than me, aren't you? By a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got that one right. <laughs> um, no, no. I actually, I'm actually older than you. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Oh. Yeah, I was born in 68. All oh, right, all oh, right. Yeah, so you're two years older than me then. Yeah. I'm just a little a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice because we met a couple of years ago. It was two years ago, three years ago. I was doing some photography for somebody. Yes, yeah, he was photographing a horse and there's been, yeah. oh, can I, can, I please, can I please come and watch you photograph a horse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we had a really lovely lunch afterwards. Yeah. I remember, I remember we were going our separate ways. I was following you. I was thinking, what's she doing? What's she doing? And you'd stopped your car 
and you were literally I think you were hanging out of the window talking <laughs> to man with the dog giving him your card <laughs> and she's goes I was always the greyhound. Yeah. And I always, when I'm talking to people about, you know, getting customers and social media and marketing, I was like, so Maddie <laughs> said she's got a card everywhere she goes. If she can stop and talk to somebody with the dog, she's going to give them a card. And I, <laughs> and I tell them that story. It's brilliant. I love it. Literally hanging out of the window. <laughs> I think the guy looked at me a bit strange at first. I was like, what she wants? <laughs> I think people get a bit suspicious when you got. Oh my god, I love your dogs. Oh my god, I draw dogs. Oh my god, here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then no. think, Nata. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I don't know. Well, it's been really, really nice to talk to you. So nice to catch up. Likewise, likewise. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. And I'm glad things are going well. And I hope, you know, everything gets better and you get back. Well, <laughs> not go back to work. It sounds like you're actually having um, yeah. Um, Time to do stuff, but recuperating. Yeah, exactly. Convalescing. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I call it. Yeah. Getting getting better, but still enjoying the time that I've had. But you know what? COVID's also given me brain fog. And believe me, when I've been drawing a brindle, I, I'm like, it was like in posse puzzle. <laughs> it was so difficult. <laughs> and the thing is, once you draw a brindle, the next customer wants a brindle and the next one wants a brindle yeah. I'm not drawing five brindles in a row and I'm like please give me a break I want a black dog so I've got a black greyhound right now so I'm relieved awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah. oh it's been so lovely to chat to you Maddie um you I'm really glad that you um you agreed to talk to me and um yeah we must catch up again must catch up soon yeah as I um, said years ago I'd love to come and visit one day oh yeah you're It'd be really welcome. nice to come up always welcome to come and uh, come and have a cup of tea we can go to the spa we'll go to the spa together that'll be nice oh yes yeah oh my god that's a date (laughs) (laughs) we'll spend the day there it'd be lovely yeah we'll go swimming in the pond we'll go swimming (laughs) in the pond with the ducks I love uh, (laughs) don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) I'll swim in the pond you can watch okay Oh dear. Okay, Bonnie. Oh, yeah, lovely talking to you as well. You too. You too. Um, really, really, really nice catching up. And um, yeah, I'll see you very soon. Okay. Right, Thank darling. you. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of my It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast. If you did, I'd be so grateful to you for emailing me or texting a link to the show or sharing it on social media with those you know who might like it too. My mission with this podcast is all about sharing mine and my community's experience and hope by telling your fascinating personal stories, championing the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and to create another channel through which I can support you to realise your coloured pencil and life dreams. If you haven't done so yet, please help me on my mission to spread positivity and joy throughout the coloured pencil world by following me on my socials at Bonnie Snowden Academy or by getting on my list at bonniesnowdenacademy.com. And remember, I truly believe if I can live the life of my dreams doing what I love, then you can too. We just need to keep championing and supporting each other along the way in order to make it happen. Till next time.